Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of Life to guide you and give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate the Feast of St. James Apostle. And we begin with Psalm 126. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Together, those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. When the Lord brought back the captives of Zion, we were like men dreaming. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with rejoicing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad indeed. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the torrents in the southern desert. Those that sow in tears shall weep rejoicing. Although they go forth weeping, carrying the seed to be sown, they shall come back rejoicing, carrying their sheaves. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Together, those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Our gospel for today is taken from Matthew chapter 20, verse 20 to 28. The mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, what do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit, one at your right and the other at your left, in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said to him, We can. He replied, My chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and at my left this is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Wow, what a most wonderful gospel today challenging gospel for all of us. Today we hear the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons. The sons of Zebedee were James, who we celebrate today, and John. She wanted to ask Jesus something. Jesus, we know, is always open to listen. What, what do you wish? She is seeking positions of honor for her sons in his kingdom. She envisions her sons at his right and left, basking in glory. However, Jesus responds with a profound teaching that challenges their understanding of leadership and greatness. He reminds them that true greatness lies in serving others selflessly 
just as he did. Jesus, the Son of God, came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. This selfless act is the ultimate example of love and humility. You know, in our own lives, we often desire recognition, success, and position of influence. However, Jesus reminds us that the path to greatness is through humble service. We're called to serve others with love and compassion, putting their needs before our own. My friends, what Jesus says to James, John, and their mother should cause us to reflect on our own willingness to serve others without seeking praise or reward, knowing that our reward comes from God alone. I think this gospel challenges us to examine our motives and intentions Are we seeking positions of power for personal gain? Or are we striving to serve others and make a positive impact on their lives? Let's remember that true greatness is not measured by worldly standards, but by the depths of our love and the extent of our service. As we follow the example of Jesus, I pray that we become humble servants, shining the light of Christ in a world that desperately needs his love and compassion. You know, ultimately, St. James the Apostle understood this, and he became a great example in his life of faith and discipleship. I am sure that throughout his journey with Jesus, St. James experienced moments of doubt and weakness, just like we all do. But he also experienced moments of great faith and courage. St. James teaches us the importance of perseverance in our faith journey. He faced challenges and even martyrdom for his beliefs, but he never wavered in his dedication to Christ and to Jesus' mission. We have, my friends, an invitation before us today to strive to be steadfast in our faith, even in the face of adversity. Let's be courageous in spreading the good news. May the intercession of St. James strengthen us in our Christian journey. And may we be inspired to live our lives in a way that brings glory to God and serves our brothers and sisters. Let's pray for the grace to follow Christ wholeheartedly and to share his love and mercy with everyone we encounter. You know, I want to conclude this reflection by, you know, just sharing with you a passage in St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 7 to 15. It reminds all of us of the treasure that lies within each of us, the treasure of God's grace and power. I want you to listen closely to these words. Brothers and sisters, we hold this treasure in earthen vessels, that the surpassing power may be of God and not from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not constrained, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed, always caring about in the body the dying of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body. For we who live are constantly being given up 
to death for the sake of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Since then, we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written. I believed, therefore I spoke. We too believe and therefore speak, knowing that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and place us with you in his presence. Everything indeed is for you, so that the grace bestowed in abundance on more and more people may cause the thanksgiving to overflow for the glory of God. So let's pray that we be bold witnesses of God's love, just like James, living our lives in a way that reflects the light of Christ to the world. Let us continue to share this treasure with others so that through us, God's power and glory may be revealed to everyone we encounter. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.